Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This weekend, I will be returning to the International Comedy Club. I'll be performing right through the weekend from the 11th to the 14th of July, Thursday through to Sunday. There'll be two shows on the Friday and the Saturday night. Get your tickets online now at www.internationalcomedy th- sorry, theinternationalcomedyclub.com because uh, tickets always sell out quick for this show and people try and get tickets on the door and then they're just disappointed. So guarantee your seat by going to www.theinternationalcomedyclub.com Then July the 10th, which is tomorrow or whenever this is going out. Anyway, Wednesday of this week, I'm going to be down at Waterford Arts Centre for a preview of Son of a preacher man you can go to my instagram to find out about the details for that at hello steve um, i'm sure i've retweeted or will have retweeted stuff about that it's going to be on in the waterford arts center uh, it's great crack down there it's a cool little venue uh this july as well which is not that far away two weeks time or something like that going to be going to the returning to the vodafone comedy festival live at the ivy gardens uh fucking like first time doing it last year what a what a festival, what a show. Um like it's this for those of you who aren't from Ireland, the Ivy Gardens is like this big beautiful garden in the, the middle of Dublin City Centre and they put up these massive huge tents and put off put on these fuck off huge comedy shows for the whole weekend for four days. It's amazing. Um it's great crack. Everyone's up for the laugh as well. So uh I am gonna be back at the Vodafone Comedy Festival. Uh, later this month and if you go on to www.vodafonecomedy.com look through the list of the comedians click on my face and you'll find out the shows that you can buy um, tickets that I'm going to be on I'm going to be on one with Alison Spittle and David O'Doherty and a few guys over from the States uh, and another one with loads of other cool people that I can't remember but anyway looking forward to it also going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe Fist- Fringe the Edinburgh Fringe Festival the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year I'm going to be at the Gilded Balloon um, Tivio is the name of the room at 1845 1845 hours that was real army speak Quarter to seven, basically, every night from July the 31st to August the 4th. I say every night. It's only four nights or whatever. Just dipping the toe in this year. You can get your tickets online at the Gilded, on the Gilded Balloon website. Uh, again, go to my Instagram, at HelloStevo. I'll have a link there somewhere for you to buy tickets if you want to do it that way. The show is not listed under Son of a Preacher, man, because... Ah, because my agents, you know, that's what they do. It's going to be, the show is going to be listed as Lisa Richards presents Irish comedians. And then under that, you'll see that you can buy tickets to Son of a Preacher Man for those dates. Blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah. Basically, just follow me on Instagram and I'll keep you up to date on it all. If you have any questions about anything, send me a message. I'm generally pretty good to get back to you. And yeah, give us a five star rating on the podcast and subscribe. subscribe do you know what I mean? On the podcast today, 
thanks to everybody who sent messages uh, over the past few weeks you really genuinely obviously enjoyed having Jenna on the show thank you for sending in the questions for Jenna we get to some of those questions in this episode uh, and genuinely shout out to all the people around the world who are listening to the show um, we uh, we recognise some of those individuals now uh, in the upcoming show people are listening from Hong Kong to the USA Um if you want to shout out, just send me a message on Instagram. Um, as always, I'm delighted to to hear from me. And if you've any more questions to send to Jenna, send them on to me. This was great crack. It's always brilliant to hang out with Jenna. Uh, and you're going to hear a lot more from Jenna over the coming months. It's uh, Jenna is back on the show. It's me and the wonderful Jenna Logan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mullen. <laughs> and I'm Jenna Logan. Okay. That wasn't a good Jen at all, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like I even forgot my name. I was so focused on my terrible accent. But you also—you got angry at me doing you there. I saw it in your eyes. You're like, that is not an American. <laughs> that was a glint of anger. I do not sound very like that. Very dare you, sir. You came well, back? I came back. Yeah. To this podcast. <laughs> to this podcast. Welcome back to our 100th episode <laughs> oh sorry to, we've had to delete a few no no yeah no, there were didn't. a lot of lost takes yes um <clears throat> here uh, we are here we are there we go um thank you no thank you for coming back did you enjoy the last one i did i mean i listened back to it you know i actually that night after we recorded it i just went to bed and it was spinning in my head oh you're such an idiot you're such an idiot why did you say those things oh my god but, uh, you know, it's, I think we had fun. I did. I definitely had fun. Yeah. I think loads of, loads of listeners had fun as well. Good. Excellent. We'll, we'll get to that, let me tell okay. you. Okay. <laughs> I look forward to reader response. Oh, wait a minute. Listener response. No, I there's a, I have to, because I keep forgetting to do this, so I just wanted to say a quick shout, because you get, you get all these stats, right, about where people are listening to the podcast and all this oh, kind right. of stuff. And there's somebody listening in Hong Kong, and I'm like, well, this is some spam wow. bullshit. There's no one listening in Hong Kong. Is it a bot? No, I got a message from my maid. He's like, I'm listening in Hong Kong, you daft prick. <laughs> I'm going to assume he's Scottish. He's from Glasgow. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron McCready, my, uh, my Glaswegian pal. Thanks for listening, man. Spread the word. He's a Rangers fan. Do you know what that means in, in football it's terms? It's a sport reference. Yes. Yeah. So in Scotland, the, in Glasgow in particular, there's two teams that hate each other. Uh, Glasgow yes. Rangers and Glasgow Celtic. And yes. one has like formed its identity in Irishness and Catholicism and all that kind right. of stuff. And the guys that hate them have formed their identity in Britishness and hooliganism. hating Irishness. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So Aaron's a hooligan. I see. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. Thank you. Big thanks and love going out to Aaron the hooligan in Hong Kong. <laughs> he's a... He's uh, so he's Rangers, which is the opposite of what I'm like, and so he'd always call me uh, racist Irish names, you know, in, in banter. As oh, in banter, because in banter. that's what friendship is based All on. All right, Steve, yeah. oh, you wee finian bastard, you, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't even watch the football. No, I do watch football, but I don't give a shit about Rangers. <laughs> I don't even know what you said in that <laughs> accent. Thank you, Aaron. But Aaron, Aaron is like, and I actually lived in his house for a while when he was traveling the world. Did he know that? He did know that, yeah. It's like he, he, he opened a closet and there you were on the Steve, shelf. what the fuck are you doing there? <laughs> He'll be delighted to know that I'm using an orange microphone cover. There you are. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, back to the Protestantism. Anyway, shout out to Aaron. An amazing <laughs> chef, by the way, Jenna. If you're oh. ever in Dublin, Aaron, come in and uh, Jenna and I were just talking about food for ages before the podcast started. <laughs> come in and make us some food, pal. I hope you're doing good. And the other person to shout out to is in Canada, Donald Cockery. 
You're looking gorgeous. I saw you on Instagram this morning. Got a, I think he's got a lady friend, but I probably shouldn't be Did he have a shirt this. on? That's big on the Instagram, isn't it? You it take your shirt off? Really? Or am I confusing that with <laughs> Tinder? <laughs> I don't know. I think you're confusing that with porn, Jenna. Oh, right. <laughs> I so often confuse my life with porn. What ha, do you, ha, ha. <laughs> what do you think of Tinder, actually? I was thinking that the other day. What does oh, Jenna think Oh, I thought you were going to say, what do you think of porn? And I'm like, well, I mean, a time and a place. Uh, <laughs> not now. Not, this is not either. Um, what do I think of Tinder? I, I don't know. It's a dating app, isn't it? Oh, so you literally don't even know what it what it's all about? Well, it's something. To, it's like for hooking up. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah. I thought it was a day, but it, as a concept that people are meeting each other on phones like that. Oh, right. What do you? How do you feel about that? Yeah. You know, I have to say, I'm old enough that I remember when people used to place newspaper ads to meet. Like, oh, what's you know, yay. that was like, uh, oh, I forgot what it's called. It was something, you know, what is that called? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was like a, essentially newspaper dating connections. Yeah. And you'd be like seeking so, yeah, male yeah, yeah. or seeking female for, you know, long term relationship or to roll around in mud, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You they know, do get specific about all that. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, there was that. And then there was like the early Internet dating sites like what? eHarmony was the really big one in the States. What's that, was, that one? Now? Yeah, I hear about that a lot, actually. Yeah, I mean, it, it went pretty, it goes pretty in-depth. Like, you have to fill out all of these, you know, questionnaires to find out who you are and what your ideals are and what, you know, this, that, and the other to match you up with your uh, perfect soulmate. So people are really embarrassed about meeting like that, but I'm yeah. just like, you know what? Any way you can meet someone that you, you know, okay. want to spend time with, yeah. I don't think that's weird. Yeah. However, with Tinder and Grinder, I think it's much more like let's have sex. I mean, isn't it, that it, it? Apparently, it's gone that way. Yeah, because I never did the. I did. I'll. I'll be honest. Um, that's all we want from you, yeah. Stephen, is honesty. <laughs> That's all. I'll be honest. And I hope my daughter doesn't listen to this in a few years' time. But uh, I did genuinely did Tinder for like a week uh, years ago before I moved to London. And it was just a disaster because it was like sex. And I genuinely did it for a week. And I was like, "That's this is not You healthy. had sex for a week. This is not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you were like, I'm going to get like, the clap. Diff- <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Shout out to those people. <laughs> yeah. If you found love <laughs> or whatever your and excuse Dub- for love is. Dublin's yeah. too small. When I went to London, I never did it. I don't know why, because I was single for most of my time in London. But I, I just, I think I'm not good at texting. Right. I think, I think you got to be good at texting for that shit. Yeah. You got to, you got to be able to jump in and commit to that and say, I'm into this back and forth. Yeah. But, I just, I find texting very tedious, so I wouldn't be into it. And it it. does not give your character across at all. Like, I think you Mm -hmm. text very funny, actually, but that's because I know you. Oh, do you? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know I had all these hidden talents. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Jen. It's not therapy. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I felt so good about myself after the podcast. The first email that you wrote about this was funny. Do you remember that? No? No. You were like, like, it was stream of consciousness. You were actually doing something. I think you had the podcast (laughs) listening in the background while you were typing. And like, oh. Oh, this is happening now blah 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 yeah 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 i live streamed a podcast to you via email which doesn't seem the most kind of efficient way to anyway yeah did you ever do all any of that dating stuff well yeah i did do you put I mean, an ad in the paper no i never put it i think <laughs> i say i'm in old enough beep, beep. to remember but at the same time i think it was 10 when that was happening okay, so i right. wasn't like advertising you didn't put an ad in the beaverton gazette <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, the nickel ads, uh, I think. Yeah. Um, young bowler seeks. No. Yeah. 
<laughs> seeks Ms. Pac-Man aficionado. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, my bowler's elbow has really been giving me trouble this week. Uh, no, Are you joking no, me? no, I am joking. Speaking you. of speaking of something, there. Wait till you see that. I got a little uh, surprise for you here. Hold oh, on good. A second. Should I? You just have to listen. Okay. But okay. I think it's not loading. The goddamn internet is letting me down now. Um, really, the internet letting do you down. <laughs> what a shock. It's it's the bloody... Uh, and we'll have to edit this out now. This is awkward. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Watermelon. <laughs> Isn't that the word I you're had, supposed to say? Oh, sorry. I had a watermelon beer in in Copenhagen yesterday. Was it tasty? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't very watermelon but it was very sour, which that's what all the kids are into now, Jenna. They love the sour. The sour Just beers. like the damn espresso, they love that bright citrusy espresso. Exactly. Yeah. I want to know, do you uh, remember this sound? <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> oh no! It's like, can you see, my arm is like... This is for everybody listening, Jenna has just turned into a joystick. Oh, As she is. We're watching Ms. Pac-Man on YouTube. Look at this ridiculous. Oh, the hidden door. Oh, it got the cherries. Oh. Now, you were talking about patterns the last time. Is this good Pac-Man playing? Well, this, I mean, this is just what, so I wouldn't know. I guess she's far away from the ghosts. See, oh, this is a good pattern because she's waiting to eat the special power pill. Until the ghosts are closer so she can eat more of them. Now she's just going in circles. Yeah, but that's... This lady's crazy. Yeah, but that's... Uh, yeah, that's something that I don't think many people did when they played Pac-Man. Taking a break in the corner. No, 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 you do. Because look, she got it. <laughs> she and did. then she gets all the ghosts. No, that's the right thing to do. Oh. This one's a genius, obviously. And then they have to go to ghost jail. So there you go. There you go. One's, God. Th- th- does that bring you back? Do you know how long this YouTube video is? Four hours and 44 minutes long. Of and it somebody never... playing fucking Ms. Pac-Man. Wow, someone has got a pattern look at that that's a why is it different colors i think she's got so far into the levels that she it's i mean i don't want to brag Stephen, but i mean <laughs> this past weekend while you were in copenhagen having an interesting life i was here breaking my personal best on microsoft solitaire really right. yes i got a new high score baby what's the score uh i believe i'm over five hundred thousand now five hundred thousand yeah oh yeah. my god well it's not solitaire per se but it's like the one pyramids you know you just oh yeah, yeah, yeah i remember that one yeah it's digital card flipping yeah 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 so yeah that's what i did with my rich life well that's con- congratulations I think thanks that's rare. thank you Stephen. Yeah, yeah. small goals absolutely achieved Actually, it's no small goal. That took me a long goddamn time to reach that score. Does that anyway. link up to the internet so that you can like be part? Because you know there's such a thing in the world as gamers now. You know that's Oh, yeah, thing. I know. They're always trying to get me to go online. And, oh, really? Like, yeah, but I don't do that. It's that, only for my personal growth and benefit. Is that Microsoft benefit. hacking into your laptop going, girl, you need to get yeah, online Yeah, girl, you want to get with some other sorry-ass people <laughs> who are doing this, you know, as their pastime? Yeah, uh, well, we all had a good weekend then. We did have a good weekend. Yeah. We're all happy about that. Um, oh, this is probably going to come. Well, I'm going to put this out on Tuesday. Fuck it, because, you know, it's, yeah. we're recording this on Monday. We're going to ruin the illusion that, you know. <laughs> Got it. Gonna... I wish we had a live studio audience. Yeah, we then... will one of these days, Jenna. That's will what we're we? working towards. Yeah. Do podcasts do that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's great. So it's just two people talking. Jenna and really people, doesn't know what a podcast Five people is. Yes. sit there. God, that's crazy. It's crazy. I, I watched Jesus. one on YouTube the other day. It was uh, there's an, an ex-footballer called Peter Crouch. He was really... <laughs> that's yeah. a funny name. Well, I'll tell you what's even funnier is that he's six foot seven and skinny as anything. So there ain't no crouching going on, no Jenna. Crouch. He's huge. Um, but he started a podcast and they did a, a Crouch Festival or something like that. 
something like that. And um, yeah, 5,000 people turned up to Wembley Arena. And it's basically him just doing a podcast on stage with two other guys. They have loads of guests coming on. Wow. They play some games and all this kind of okay. stuff. But I don't feel so bad about my um, Microsoft Solitaire Suite obsession no. now, if that's what people are doing for a good time. Not so, at all. All right. How do we feel about, I was thinking about eventually for the next podcast, we might do some. <laughs> Some sketches in Jenna's Irish accent because that went down really well on the internet. Did it? <laughs> ooh, well, ooh. I mean, I feel like if we could just do Especially a sketch centered around, ooh, we could read Fifty Shades of Grey in that accent. Oh, we could do that. <laughs> ooh. Or we could say that that's my Irish owl. Uh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, Michael. Ooh, Michael. Oh no, no, don't talk oh, about that again. <laughs> I got. I had a I had a family member uh, Facebook me and say, "Oh, we really enjoyed your podcast." And all I could think was, "I talked about Michael Collins' <laughs> member." Oh my god, <laughs> that's what you want your family. Well, those of you guys who haven't listened in last week, uh, Jenna did a hilarious impersonation of Julia Roberts' Irish yeah. accent in the film Michael Collins, and it turned into the, a porno. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, you mean outside this podcast? No. Someone, man, those porn people—they'll pick up anything. Michael Collins' member. We haven't thought of that one. Let's do it. It ends up on the porn internet. Ooh. Uh, so that maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do uh, something like that. So yes, the weekend Copenhagen. You were talking about. You have been to Copenhagen. I have before. a couple times. Yes, for some holidays. I really enjoyed it, but holy shit, isn't it expensive? Yeah, I mean, as I was saying to you, I wasn't really drinking. People always talk about the price of booze, like the price of a pint or something in Copenhagen, that's Ireland. Yeah, that's that that's is, what that's that what is, you gauge everything. You gauge against. the standard of living yeah. in the world. How much is the pint? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you got to pay for that? It could be Rwanda, like for fuck's sake. Yeah, how much? Geez, you know how much a pint is in Rwanda? <laughs> Honestly, that's the way people. They serve talk. it to you in a gourd, but it's still it's yeah. a pint. Look at twenty cents. Twenty cents. Look at what we're paying over here. Ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's Diageo. They're rape, <laughs> they're just raping us. They are. Sorry. Again. <laughs> Again. Just... You've just done the clip for next week. <laughs> no. Oh shit. Sorry, Diageo. Actually, we don't want to get. Oh, exactly. Retraction. Beep. <laughs> Beep. Uh, I don't know why I was backing up there. That's my retraction noise. It's a van backing up. Beep. beep. Now, okay, if you can do that then. in the Julia Roberts accent. Yeah. Can I do what that? I don't, yeah, I can't. No. Um, it's about six to seven euro for a drink. Speaking in those in Copenhagen. What is it? That is expensive. That's yeah, ridiculous. I think it is. And they're like, yeah. and look, I don't As I was saying, they actually drink like civilized. No. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. Not like they a, don't pound them. No, it's not about a quantity of liquids that you can no. pour into your gut. It's about tasty. Like we went to this one bar that was amazing, uh, but it was like a sour bar where they do all these sour beers, and there's uh, I don't know a lot of them. Uh, and but they're, they're serving these tiny little wine glasses. Yeah, S- still six euro. Which still <laughs> six euro for that tiny little wine glass. But it's still a nicer way to do it, isn't it? It is. No, it's much. I mean. I think the Danes generally are very civilized people. Yes. I remember being there the first time, and uh, trust me, I don't often think thoughts like this, but walking around and just the landscape of everything, and it's everything's done so well, and all I could think was, well, they're a dab hand at gardening. Like, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. the thought that yeah, came into yeah. my head, but everything was so well put together and neat and clean, and it just, yeah, it's a gorgeous city. It it's makes, beautiful. it's all, to me, it's like everything is logical. 
Yeah. It's like there's no excess of oh. anything. It's just like if it doesn't make sense, yeah. why would you do it? And they they never lose their shit. They never. Yeah. I mean that's that's a little bit of like the, the, they're not much crack now. Like that's is that racist? No. no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we live in these times of like wait, I have to measure <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Um, but, but, but they're but they're kind. They're really absolutely. Yeah. I think they're very very civilized. They're civilized, and they're also really gregarious in the sense everyone was very willing to talk to me when I was yes. there. And everyone's got English, and you're just like, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about yeah, your language yeah, yeah. except for what I've seen on the Killing, and I don't know. Great show. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, yeah. So, but they do. Uh, yeah. They do, they do good gardening, and they do great TV crime series. Yeah. Yeah. They and excel. food. They're amazing at food. Their food is delicious. It's yeah. ridiculous. They've got those amazing sandwiches that are piled up with, like, egg and herring and pickle, and you think, this is going to be terrible. Oh, it's not. Amazing. Yeah, they're delicious. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of... Because they, kind of, they are thought, of, I suppose, in a lot of ways, the most forward-thinking and civilization, I suppose you could say, the societal, you know, the way that they structure their society. No, absolutely. I mean, I did, uh, on one of the trips I was there, we took a, like a his- history bike tour. We took a bike tour all over the city and the guy who gave it was, you know, he'd give us the history of the city and the country. And he talked a lot about what the country was based on in terms of helping your fellow man. Ah. And the way that he spoke about it it, you know, he was just telling the history of his country, but I found it incredibly moving. Mm. Moving in the sense, when I think about America and... Fuck yeah. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's it. It's just America first. and But really, it's me first. You mm. know, there isn't a sense that you're putting a hand out to help your neighbor. Whereas in um, Copenhagen and this tour and what he was talking about, it was really about, let's be generous to others who maybe haven't been as fortunate and I just thought, I mean, I was kind of tearing up as I was listening to him because it's it's what I think we should all strive for. It's a big deal when you, when you think in terms of if a society has that mindset, you do feel the difference over there. You know what I mean? Mm. Like like I couldn't believe oh, yeah. we had to we had to queue quite a lot for stuff, but it was never a problem, mm. and there was never anything. <laughs> I caught myself up. One of the lads said to me. Uh, we, we were in a queue for this amazing bakery, by the way. Check it out, guys. I, I put up some videos online and stuff called Juno, I think it was the most. I brought some bread back for the mm. family and all that. Oh, stunning sourdough bread. Croissants were amazing. So God, because we're so bougie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just like, the sourdough. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. But it, it was so, but the queue goes, because it's so good, the queue goes down the street on a Sunday morning. So everyone's queuing up for this thing. And, um, and I said to my mate, it was like, look at everybody, so easy going. It just naturally goes into the queue. There's no stress of like, you know, move up, move up, or kind yeah, of come next, yeah. none of that kind of stuff. And he said to me, uh, yeah, they're great, aren't they? They don't, they don't get up too, you know, they don't move too fast, regardless of what's happening. And I said, I know, it's infuriating, isn't it? <laughs> and I caught myself out, kind of going, would you fucking move up the queue? I want me croissant. <laughs> I need it. Um, my blood sugar's yeah, dipping. But they don't, they don't. They just stay in this zone of like, yeah. it seems like Zen anyway. I know. And it's it's funny even talking about queues. I do remember being there and people would queue up for an ATM uh, for, you know, money. And uh, <laughs> instead of queuing across the footpath, the sidewalk, they queued down 
the buildings. You know yeah, what I mean? So people yeah. could walk by they and they weren't. They do that, yeah. It's just because it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's and total I've, logic. I've tried, to, I've tried to get that party going here. Yeah. But all you do is look like the crazy person standing next to the person who's trying to get their money out of the ATM and they kind of look at you sideways like, are you yeah. looking at my PIN number? And, but, yeah, and, and it, but it totally gets, it, it gets edgy, edgy then, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Word. Yeah. Yeah. And the public transport, like even the, the metro, I I know this sounds ridiculously childish, but the, the metro from the airport in, that goes through the city and all that, like it, it does covers quite a big area. It's all, um, there's no driver. I know that sounds like a basic, like what's the big deal, but there's no driver on the thing. It's just a, an electric oh, automatic yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that bends my head because like at any point, some fucking idiot can hold a door open or stuff, you know, can ruin that thing. Yeah. Because none of that. As soon as, it goes, as soon as it goes beep, nobody tries to jump through the door. In London, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. everyone's holding the fucking door on, squeezing in, pushing in. Excuse me, can you move down the carriage, please? Yeah, you know, all yeah. this fucking stuff. The driver's getting on and goes, please don't hold the doors open. You know, all this <laughs> mayhem. Yeah. And none of that. None no. of that. It's just like, we'll wait for the next train. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's it can't be so important that yeah. we'd risk life and limb. Yeah, yeah, I know. Did they have the electric scooters when you were there? Electric? Oh, is it like the bike thing? Like, can't, except it's this bends my head even more. It's you don't have to park them anywhere. What? So you just honestly, they're, they're, so they're actual scooters yeah. that you you use your feet with. But there's these electric ones now that they have a little um, like throttle on them. Oh you, right, right, right. Goes, okay. So you just stand on this thing and you you go down the bike lanes and all that stuff. Oh my god! It's worked via an app. Again, you kind of have to have a smartphone for these. Yeah, okay, I, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're done with it, you leave it wherever you are. Just put it on its stand. Make sure it's out of the way. Click. You're done with it on the phone. And that's it. You don't have to park it anywhere. And the next time you're looking for a scooter, you just look on your phone. Where's the nearest scooter via the GPS system? You pick it up. You hop on. Boom, 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 boom. That's insane. It isn't. It's nuts. like I'm sitting here and I'm I'm listening to you say this and I'm thinking, oh, I gotta think of something funny, but I can't because I'm so stunned that. People would do that. That's, like, what, that's what bends my head. It's I like because I, I was even going like, sure, if that in Dublin would people rob them and all that? And the lads were like, sure, it's GPS. They know where every one of them is. No one's gonna. Yeah. Well, then I, I know. I'm thinking, Jesus in Dublin, they throw everything in the yeah. canal. It just <laughs> yeah. all end up like yeah, a shopping cart in the Liffey or something. That's true. But I'm like, oh, maybe I underestimate the local population. I had to check. I had to check myself a lot over the. Co- I got annoyed on the flight. Now, how do you how do you feel about traveling? <laughs> do you ever get annoyed in traveling? There no, was- never. Oh my god, I embrace it. In uh, fact, I go broke just so I can get on a plane. But no, of course I hate li- traveling. It's the little tiny things. There was a guy walking down the aisle towards me on the way over there, and he put his hand on the on the head seat thing like that, and I saw his nails, and I was like, oh my god, too close, too close. So cut your fucking nails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That shouldn't be annoying me, though, shouldn't I? I should let that no. shit go. But I don't want to know what a stranger's nails look yeah. like. like oh, I don't need to yeah. know. Yeah, that's the problem. You're just all shoved together in that little tin can. See, the thing that really freaks me out, you get into a situation like that, a traveling situation where you're squished, you know, cheek to jowl with someone. Up. It's too close. It's way too close. And I, yeah, I need a lot of personal space. Yeah. I mean, Americans, I will say, I'm very American in this way, in that I'm like, could you just stand too and a half to three feet away from me at all times. Are Americans like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. We need a lot of personal space. We don't like close talkers. Oh. Yeah, no, they're... I've noticed here people generally stand a little bit closer. Too close. And I'm always taking a step back. Niall, shout out to Niall, who I was over in Copenhagen with. I pulled him back in the queue. I was was like, you're touching that guy. 
Stand back. Oh, stand back. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Too much. He, no, he, we're he not on a plane here. He know, we were in the queue yeah. in the passport control. And I was like, you're touching that guy. Stand back. Yeah. It's too much. Good for you, Steven. Because oh, it was wrecking my head. Yes. <laughs> good for you. I like that. I've uh, had it a few times in queues where you have to turn around and go to the person over your shoulder. Fucking step. Like you're breathing on my ear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Or even if you're standing on the sidewalk talking to someone and you realize like you're saying with the queue, like someone's approaching and that your friend is in their way. You move them. Yes. Here, get out yes, of the way yes, of this exactly. person. Yeah, They're yeah. coming up behind yeah. you. Spatial awareness is very important. Is it, is it just me? How is your... Oh, no, we're not allowed to talk about your partner, but my oh, no. partner oh, yeah. talk is about your partner. awful at, at that. And it, then it, that causes friction between the two of us. Do you know what I mean? Walking down the street, I'm like, she'll... Yeah. With the buggy, just drive through people. I'm like, you can't do well, that. Well, but isn't that a mom thing, though? I think I think if you're a mom and you've got that buggy, you're like, oh, you'll get the fuck out of my way. This human being came out of my body. <laughs> and I'll walk wherever the hell I want to with I this know, big but, SUV of a buggy. Yeah, you can, but you can't. You can't. There's still other people. Like, especially well, if a, a granny's on a, on a fucking Zimmer frame. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to go with the decide. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you do. You're young and vital. And obviously, this person needs assistance walking. So yeah, just yeah. get out of their way. Yeah, I didn't um, know Americans were big on personal spell. I know that in LA they're like hygiene freaks a little bit, like because they come over to London and they have to use straws all the time. And uh, really, yeah, yeah. When I worked in services in London, but it's the teeth, isn't it? Oh well, there. I've encountered that here though with Irish people. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all that teeth whitening. Do you do that? Whiten my teeth? Yeah, I don't do that either. No, do you? (laughs) Now we're looking at each other's teeth. Yeah, exactly. No, Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm just working on having a lot of american dentistry in my past and i think i don't need teeth whiteners you guys have great teeth thank you did you have the braces of course i had the braces yeah everybody in the the u.s seems to do braces don't they well it's because we like the nice teeth yeah yeah it's so so it's a cultural thing we just like having nice teeth yeah i suppose so i mean here you see a lot of adults now with braces yeah i feel like people have kind of come into money and they're like you know what i'm gonna deal with this tooth situation yeah 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 so that's fine. Good in, for them. Invisalign is a big thing now. Invisalign, well. yes. Do you right. have Invisalign? No, I wouldn't okay, mind. Just because I do. Your teeth are perfectly straight. Aren't no, they? they aren't. I had the. I've got the one sticking out down here. Oh yeah, so I have the exact same. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh my God, Stephen. There we go. That's why we're podcasting together, Shanna. <laughs> exactly. It's based so on that one tooth that's pushed out in the front. Uh, things that annoy me on planes last week: long nails, smelly fat people on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Personal hygiene unawareness. That's a, see, that's a that's a social awareness thing. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, I was on the way back. I got very lucky. I got an exit seat. Brilliant. Oh, we love extra that. extra leg room. You need it. You're I a s- tall drink of water, aren't yeah, you, Stephen? Well, yeah. I'm just. I have the lanky legs. But then yeah. this person sits next to me. He was tiny, but. I was about to go to her, have you taken cocaine or something? She was like, eh, eh, like oh, no. moving her stuff around, reading her book, taking her shoes off, putting them back on, blah, blah, oh. putting her stuff underneath the chair in yeah, front of her. You know like, you're in the exit seat. You can't do that, blah, blah. Yeah. I was, oh, I was like, I was like, I was very annoyed anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I don't understand why people take their shoes off. I honestly, I don't understand that. You're in a public place. Mm. Might be a tin can in the air. People do that in cafes. Uh, oh, believe me. <laughs> Don't get me started, Stephen. Here we go. Now you've opened the door. Opened the can of worms. I have to tell people so many, so many times at the cafe, could you please put your shoes on? Yeah. And the look you get, really? how very dare you? And I'm just like, I'm sorry. And do they say anything? 
Yeah, sometimes they're just like, oh, I, I have socks on. Yeah, I don't care. Put your shoes on. Yeah. That's, you can't take your shoes off in a yeah. place. Not only that's a public place, but we're serving food Foods, and drink. Yeah. Disgusting. Yes. Yeah, uh, people get really weirded out by that when I say it, but I say it. Uh, also, just in regards to smelly fat people, I really think that deserves um, an amendment, which is smelly people. Oh, you can't you can say. be you can be as big as you want, but but not if you're in somebody smell. else's personal space, though, as well. Well, you see? yeah, I know they have other issues so going for, on. Do you think that so you're standing you're standing up for fatism here? And I get that. I told yeah, but you can just be if it's if if you're sta- if you're if you're taking too much space on the chair, right? Yeah. Like I I would take up too much space on a chair because I'm, I'm lanky, but I genuinely go over to the side, lean over into the thing or whatever, like, and stop. But this person was just like, it was a spatial awareness. Yeah, maybe it's nothing to do with fat, sorry. I know. <laughs> I just, I feel sorry. Yeah, I mean, because if you're, you are a bigger person and you have to go somewhere and you have to get on a plane, you're fully aware of the fact that you are going to overfill your seat. Mm. Like, I just feel for them because they're... I think, think yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not just, yeah, it's not just, because it's, it's, there's both, isn't there? Because yeah. it's very considerate, big people. Yeah. Very considerate. Yeah. And they're not smelly. No, they aren't. That's the point. See, it's, it's, they're to not me, all... I'm just like, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take large over smelly any day of the week. Yeah. But yeah, there are people If you're that... considerate, then who gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did, so we brought you around on that one, Sorry. did we? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I get I was tiring all the same people the same brush, and that's not the case. I don't... Yeah, you're right. You're, yeah. I, think I'm, I think I'm being angry about this one specific person. Yeah, no, I understand that. Like, yeah. that, uh, that kind of thing on a plane, you just want everyone to kind of fold into themselves not move, stare directly ahead, and, uh, yeah, essentially not be human you kind of, you, for the duration yeah, of the flight. Which is unfortunate, really, yeah. but that's, what you, that's, the, that's the perfect passenger. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting next to a robot. How was Great. your weekend? What did you get up to? Well, aside from breaking my personal best, as we talked about on my, very, my game. Very proud of that. Yeah, really proud. Still holding on to it. It's all I've got. What else did I get up to? Let's think. Um... Wow, you went to Copenhagen. Uh, I pretty much sat on the couch. Well, I'll tell you what I started doing. I started watching a new box set. Well, yes. And by box set, we just say a thing on Netflix. It's all interchangeable. Um, well, I started watching Line of, of Duty. Duty. Oh, my God, are you watching it? <laughs> I've watched the whole thing. Okay, oh, my God, oh, my God. We're on, uh, we're on season two. Okay. Like, okay, we're yeah. in the beginning. Well, I'm not going to give it anyway, but I, I, oh. I luckily managed to stream as well the final season Season five and the final episode was only out about a month ago, I think. Was it? Okay. Yeah. We were um, wondering how much of it there was. Yeah, they just finished season five uh, and it's, recently. And is enough. that it? Uh, so far, that's all they've made, yeah. And that's oh. not on Netflix yet. I think it only goes up to season four on okay, Netflix. Okay, okay. Well, it but is what intense. what a show. Yes. Shiz is intense. Yeah, we really binged on, uh, I think it was Friday night or something. We watched all of season one, which was a mistake. Uh, because that will just put your adrenaline through the roof. Yeah. It's hard to sleep. It's hard to sleep after that show. Uh, oh, it is. It really gets you pumped up. And so after all of that, I really needed some familiarity. I needed some calmness. Uh-huh. And so what I did is I decided to switch over to an old friend that I've watched before, but I can never get enough of. That's right, Stephen. RuPaul! Yes, we were on RuPaul. You got me on RuPaul as well. RuPaul's Drag Race. I watched Drag an episode Race. last night. 
Oh it's amazing. My God. It's an amazing it. show on so many levels. Thank you. What uh, did you? Well, let's just talk about which. What did you watch? Which episode? Because I, I actually only had to. I went back to whatever. I don't think it's the first season of the whole show. It's. I think it's the first season that's on Netflix now. So I had already watched the first oh, yeah. episode of it. So I just continued watching the second one last yeah. night. Um. Uh, when when kimchi is in it and. Uh, oh, uh, is it Raven? Korean, no, is there's that... no rave. There's kimchi. There's a there's a girl from Louisiana. Oh right, and okay. There... This is a later one. Okay. All oh, right. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Because I think what what is season one on the Irish Netflix is like because they do reference the fact that they're in season ten or some shit in yeah, the actual yeah. show. So I think it's quite late on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. It is kimchi is much later. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was watching some earlier stuff like season two, season three. Right. With my all time favorite uh, RuPaul contestant and winner Raja. Uh, but oh, that's, I've heard of Raja. That's yeah. going back. Yeah. Going back a ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about why. I'm sure at this point in the podcast, people are listening. This is a divisive one. So people are like, oh, shit, they're talking about that RuPaul crap. Device? Oh, they don't like it? Yeah. Oh. No, I would say I'd say there are people who are into it and the people are just like, I'm not going to listen to that. Oh, really? But you're fools if that's your take <laughs> well entertainment value is, is it's through a life the roof. changer yeah yeah it's through the roof there is stuff that i that i like i loved um there was a moment in the episode last night where kimchi was really struggling with stuff like oh, yeah. not a lip syncer and not a dancer oh no she's not those really things. not but no. then the character that she's created is is amazing yeah um but uh, and, and to be fair people were trying to be encouraging to her but what i can't get over is the bitchiness Holy sh! It's vicious. It is vicious. They like. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched anything where people treat each other as bad. But I know. it seems to be the culture. That's the way you talk. It is the way you talk, and even bitchy things. It's it's a fine line because something you could say be like, oh my god, but everyone erupts in laughter. Even yeah. the you know the victim. Yeah. But then there are other things that just will cut slightly. But you can see it's still cutting them oh, as well. Oh my god, it's it's intense. Kimchi. I think that's the season where uh, the Sedaris siblings were on as judges. There was David okay. and Amy Sedaris, if you're familiar with no, them. No, who are they? Well, uh, she's an actor, writer, comedian. She would have worked a lot with Stephen Colbert. Okay, like okay. Early, she did a show called Strangers with Candy that was brilliant. And David Sedaris is her brother, and he's uh, a writer. He writes uh, autobiographical essays, and he's a humorist. And he's brilliant, and they're they're both brilliant people and when they showed up uh on one of those episodes the two of them as judges i just about died uh, <laughs> are they your heroes they kind of yeah i mean david sedaris would be i'm just i think he's amazing i've seen him a couple times uh at readings he's been here in dublin he's been okay. in the national concert hall and stuff i think you would really like him actually okay. you must read him yeah. I, have, I have a bunch of his books oh, or maybe i just gave them away all to oxfam i don't know anyway um but he's great he's absolutely great and he really liked kimchi and talked a lot about um just how her drag was it was art it really yes. is art yeah i mean what she creates but you're right she does have a distinct disadvantage in that can't sing can't dance that's yeah. a tough one and but, but it was very tough at the because i was only in episode two of that season and it was tough with regards the the guy who well, I, I that, that's the thing. do we call it a guy or a girl? Because when he's out of drag, when he when he's talking about what he's struggling with, yeah. Do I talk in terms of him or her? I always say point? if they're out of drag, him. him if yeah, they're in drag, yeah. her. So yeah, out of drag, he's he's really you can see he's a really um 
geez, he's been through a lot, like, yeah, you know, and, and, and then I was like, how the fuck is he in that environment? It's not exactly nurturing uh, no. in that environment because he's like genuinely, he was a, he's a 26-year-old virgin. That was one of the things that he said and they're like, oh my God, wow. Wow, I, never had sex. I was coming on to you the other day. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but to realise that he's like, uh, this, he'd only learnt English in the last few years as well. He was a Korean guy. Yeah. Um, and he was a big, I think, I think he's about six foot four. He's huge, yeah. And, and, and not, not anymore, but he was big as in, fat as he says himself he's yeah, a fat yeah. dude and didn't have much action with ladies or fellas didn't yeah. know he was gay or any of that kind of stuff it's have you, when they when they do the flashbacks of the guys that they were when they're teenagers I find that amazing yeah one of them was in a gang he was like a gangster I like, know in Louisiana with a gun and all this kind of stuff And it's crazy and I mean I think that's one of the things that's so incredible about that show is that there is a level of oh of, illusion about the whole thing because that's what drag is it's creating an illusion and there is this real kind of mm, it just seems so i don't know some of it seems quite trite you know it seems crazy that they would invest this much energy and time Mm. but you hear their backstories and a lot of them come from these kind of terrible backgrounds you know uh families that kick them out yeah they grew up you know in depressed circumstances maybe they didn't have education they didn't have access to resources this that and the other but they found this outlet that allowed them to be you know their true self Mm. and they knew they had to hang on to it for dear life Mm. you know and it really is kind of life or death for some of these guys it's just they're in there and they're putting their neck out in a way that, I mean, most of us, you know, shit, I'm sitting around on my couch playing solitaire. You know, yeah. they are out there and they're grabbing life by the cojones, you and they're, know? They're, and they're doing it on, on a very, like, because, okay, at the end of each episode, there's these, uh, well, I, I don't know if it's each episode, but they do a big amazing performance at the end. Is that at oh, the end of the, each episode? Oh, the runway. Yeah, the runway they do the big, kind of, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. everyone. So that's every episode. Yeah. They do that. But even in the build up to that of the episode that like RuPaul can come in and go we're going to do a dance we're going to, you're, you're going to do the yeah. cha-cha pick, you've got two minutes to pick out some clothes do the cha-cha blah, and they have to perform in front of each other yeah these fuckers that are like bitching about each other behind their backs yeah. and they're trying to win RuPaul's love in yeah. front of them in like to just do that I know at the drop of a hat is crazy it is crazy and it's I can you just have to go forward you have to move through the fear mm. I would imagine and yeah. just get to the place and be like doesn't matter just make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I really think that that's what like performing is about, entertaining is about, is you just can't let anything stop you. You can't. And when they, they talk so much about, oh, that that one got in her own head and this one did that. And it's like, yeah, you can't get in your own head. You right. just got to keep moving forward. Eyes on the prize, baby. Fuck me. Yeah. Now that you say that, that's really, yeah. As soon as they, as soon as anyone's second thinking themselves, they're fucked. Yeah, and that's, that's what happened to the two girls that that got kicked off last night. It's only second time in RuPaul history that RuPaul said <gasps> you're both gone. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are amazing, but I love it when those bombs are dropped and yeah. it's like double Shantae you stay or double sachet away, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Or it's just like here we brought back someone from last season who's going to compete this season. I mean, that's to me the magic of RuPaul is. RuPaul knows exactly what the audience wants. Yeah. They want drama. They want heart. They want to be entertained. And they want it quick, quick, quick. And it's all there. Yeah. I just, I find that show incredible. Who, I love it. Who is RuPaul? Where did RuPaul come from? How does well, RuPaul get to that yeah, status? Yeah, RuPaul Charles, if I'm not mistaken, it is his full name. Um, he was... Um, 
he came up in the late eighties, early nineties and was a, like, was doing what, like the, you know, what's the documentary Paris is burning. And they talked a lot about the New York drag scene and voguing and all of this. Mm -hmm. And he came up during that time and he was essentially a supermodel drag queen. And he got all these amazing uh, modeling contracts as a drag queen uh, in the nineties and early two thousands. And he really like built his empire. Okay. Um, But yeah, he's, you know, he's not without controversy. I think over the years, uh, even though I, I love RuPaul's Drag Race, I actually haven't followed it as closely behind the scenes. But I know there have been issues with say him saying, I'll never allow um, what uh, transgendered people to be on the show. I probably have that terminology wrong. Uh, but then since then, there have been transgendered people on the show. Um it's just, yeah, it's fascinating, the whole world of it. Um, it's, it is literally another world because you don't even, like, learning the difference. I've been, I would listen to an interview with Eddie Izzard recently who oh, yeah. was on, um, he was on, you know, Tommy Tiernan, the Irish Oh, yeah, he's definitely, got this, yeah. Um, he's got this improvised chat show, essentially, where he doesn't know the guests beforehand. Oh. So he sits down. And they'll call, and quite often he doesn't, he'll, he'll be sitting in front of the person, he doesn't know who they are, so the person has to explain who they are, you know? Okay. But uh, he knew Eddie Izzard, obviously, and Eddie yeah. came out uh, dressed. But here's why it's even confuse, confusing for me, then, is like the difference between transgender and, because he talks about himself as transgender. Yeah. But I thought he was transvestite, because he's also not homosexual, he's still attracted to women, he likes to dress up as a woman. For right. part of his life, but he hasn't had anything changed or anything like that. This is listen to so this is Stephen and Jenna muddling through yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, gender identity. But I think it's all right as well because I think a lot of people still don't. Like, yeah, I mean, I do know a transvestite so... is when you're dressing up. That's what I thought. Yes, as the other, but it doesn't have anything to do with like your sexual orientation. Right. It's just simply that you dress up. Yeah. In the clothes okay. of the other sex, and then I guess actually transgendered and transsexual. If you're a transsexual, you've had the operation to become the other gender. Yeah. If you are transgendered, I think it's that you are attracted to both sexes or you don't maybe identify as one sex, non-binary. Oh, so, so that's why he would consider himself transgender because he does see himself as a woman as well when he yeah. dresses up. Is he attracted also to men? No, as far as I, as far as he as far as I'm aware of what he said, he's he's um and this is through listening to his um I watched a documentary of his yeah. that he he's attracted to women. Oh but right, it's part of his character that he is a woman as well. Right, he, tra- he hasn't had any, anything changed. Right, but he likes to express himself as a woman. So, for uh-huh. example, if he's doing what did he say? Act any acting he does, that'll always be as a man. Yeah. But certain comedy, for example, he always likes to do that as a woman. Okay. And vice versa. So yeah, I uh, I feel like I feel like we haven't nailed it. It's grand. We so haven't nailed it, <laughs> and yeah, I feel like I should know this stuff. But I guess when you really drill down on it, I'm like, yeah, I don't know the specifics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because because I have been yeah being because it's such a big topic of conversation at the moment. It is absolutely, um, and I think there's a lot of confusion too. Like when you were saying earlier, you don't know which pronoun to use, he or she, mm. and I think there's also a case of if people are identifying as neither male nor uh female and you have to use 
they or mm. there to identify one person. Mm. Uh, I think that kind of adds some confusion into the mix. But I suppose really it's just about it's not about painting everybody with the same brush and it's yeah. about it's about getting to know individuals yes and saying yeah, yeah. what are you all about what mm. do you prefer not you know? all fat people Stephen. yeah uh, <laughs> i get what you're saying here <laughs> yeah yeah but no I mean, but yeah no but of course that's the way life should be in exactly. general but that's also i i find that tends to be a lot of the problems that we have when we get into the labeling part of things oh yeah that's you know, it's it's not even that black and white. So, for example, politically, you'll talk about certain uh, commas, leftist politics. They want to label blah 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 blah. Yeah. And sometimes it's not that it's not that simple either. No, as we've, it's as absolutely we've just, so, not that. Not, simple. So you, we always, if you're putting people into groups all the time, then you're taking away that yeah. that complexity of like, well, there's also <laughs> X, Y, and Z or whatever. Like, yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, I got, I got to refuse, not refuse. Sorry, I got a. And I don't, I don't give a shit really, because in, in the in the long term. But there was a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, had a uh, was starting a, a comedy night in London, and uh, and this uh, individual, I'm not going to give away gender, <laughs> but this individual said, "I'd love to have you on. It's just you're further down the list because you're in the straight white male category." Oh. And I'm trying to blah blah, and I was like. Uh, I was I a I didn't ask. Right. This person came up to me and said, "I'd love to have you." So the person made the effort to come and say to me yeah. that I'd love to have you on my night. But and yeah. I ne- I had never asked. And then I said, "I don't want to be on your night." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. Where did where does that stop? Because like in terms of we're getting into all the straight white male or blah blah yeah, blah that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, in American terms, I'd be considered Latino as well. So that's another thing that you don't consider over here or blah right. blah. And like you know blah blah. So it, it's just the danger of all these labels as well, you know, that it's yeah. just kind of like, if we just treat people like people. Well, that's it. I mean, I understand, like, people want to give platforms to um, to performers maybe who have not been given the spotlight as readily Absolutely. in the past. Absolutely. And I understand that. But I think this person approaching you and saying that, it's like, you know what? This person categorizing me without even a conversation. Yeah, is exactly. What's annoying. <laughs> exactly. No, I I can see it is. It's also convoluted and confusing. But at the same time, isn't that life? I mean, that is it's life. Not, it's not easy. Nothing what were the Nazis easy. like? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no, really no, sure. No. I'm like, <laughs> no, but did, but, but, sorry, that no, was no, no, a bad no. joke. But in terms of categorizing people, all I get time, you. Like, I get you. Yeah. Sorry for one second. I was like, I have no idea where we're going with this. Oh my god. Oh. No, it's never. But, it's never ended well. Basically, in, in, no. But you're right. I mean, categorizing people. All any the time. any major group that seeks to oppress another group. What What are you thinking? Yeah. What are you thinking? Does um, this bring us back full circle to the Danish? I don't really see a lot of that going on over there. Uh, well, no, they keep it under wraps. Oh, I mean, do they, they? I've heard I that. I mean, they don't, they don't have the best history that way, do I've they? I've heard that. I've yeah. heard that. Yeah. So I think... Oh, and again, my ignorance is profound on these subjects. So I'm like, let's not go down this road because yes. I'm. It kind of scares me. Someone's going to say something. It's going to end up. It'll go viral. It'll Isn't go that viral. what happens? That's what they say. Yeah, and then it'll be like, oh, Jenna and Steve-O? Yeah, it's that Nazi podcast, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I yeah. pause, so we need to bleep Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> Diageo, <laughs> fat people. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen's a lot of editing to do this. I'm going to move on to some questions because, as Thank I said God. last week, some people were, have been listening and they've got oh. some questions for Jenna Logan. Still, oh, Jenna Logan. Jenna Logan's got a lot of uh, fans uh, going on. Let's, what will I start with? Okay. Uh, okay, first off, we'll start with a comment. 
Krista says, we love Jenna in, Can- Can- in Kansas. I would love to listen to her conversation for days with oh, her quirky banter. That's from Krista, Krista. in Kansas. That Lua. is a shout out to Krista, one of my oldest friends. Aww. Thank you. How, how, how do you know Krista? Krista and I used to work together uh, at... I mean, I don't know what I have to bleep out now at a now defunct women's clothing store that was popular in the 1990s. Right. Uh, I was in Kansas, in Kansas City. And and just to be clear, it was Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. So uh, although I believe Krista does live on the Kansas side. So um, complete ignorance here. I did not know there were two Kansas cities. Oh, yeah, there are. It's uh, separated by road. You know what that road is called? Oh, sorry. So there's two cities within Kansas. Oh, no, no. It's one city. Right, sorry. It's just they, uh, it spans uh, the state line. Ah. And the road that separates the Kansas side from the Missouri side is literally called State Line Road. Fascinating. Um, and <laughs> oh, you can, cool. And you can always tell when you're in Kansas on the Kansas side because uh, obviously the state taxes have not gone to infrastructure. And so the oh, roads really? go to shit immediately when you cross State Line Road That's in hilarious. Kansas. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but Krista was the manager of the store. I was the stockroom manager and we became fast friends. Why? And we went to the movies together and watched things like Center Stage, a dance epic for the ages. I'm feeling that you wanted to be a dancer underneath it all, Jenna. Did you? Did you? No. no, I didn't. No. I never okay. wanted to be a dancer. I'll take that back. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You've pegged me wrong there. Okay. Jenna, next question. I prefer intuitive readings at new age stores over therapy. What are your thoughts on taking a shot with a tarot reading versus analysis? Yours, American Anna. Oh, my Christ. <laughs> I don't. You have no idea some of the fucking questions. Yeah. I <laughs> I have my suspicions as to who's written this. I think I know the Anna in question. Okay. Uh, I it's like I'm listening to those words and I don't even know what they mean. I yeah. so she's saying basically, do you yeah. do you prefer these types of um, wacky? Well, I don't know wacky. Maybe some people are into like tarot reads and all that kind of stuff, no, or like yeah. reading mm-hmm. reading your horoscopes versus. Do you think they're better for you than therapy? Is I think is, is her thing. Uh, no, I don't. I think I'm a, I'm a firm believer in old fashioned talk therapy, mm-hmm. uh, which is this is the closest thing I've got these days. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I understand. The reasoning behind tarot cards, uh, I think a lot of people feel it doesn't give them hard answers, but it gives them guidance and direction. Okay. And that's fine. I don't happen to agree with that. Um, And I think if you need help, uh, go get it from a licensed therapist. A licensed therapist. Yes. (laughs) Of which neither myself nor Steve-O are one. Definitely not. No. Next question is, have you found a new Aladdin's Express? And if so, who do you attend with? I want names. Love and light, again, from American Anna. Oh, my God, (laughs) Anna, seriously, you have, like, a high-powered job. Go do it. She was not even kidding. She's like, I got nothing but time. I'm like, Jesus, they pay you for this shit. What are you doing? Uh, don't worry, Anna. I don't smoke a hookah with anybody except you. Oh, I- that's what that's about. Yeah, yeah. We used to go to this uh, falafel joint. I did not get that at all. I found- I feel like a dope. <laughs> no, why would you feel like a dope? I don't think that Do you, was... Have you found a new Aladdin's Express? Though? Yeah, there was a place uh, in Richmond, Virginia called Aladdin's Express. Beep. And uh, their motto was, you wish it, we dish it. <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> 
Like, why wouldn't you go there just based on uh, that of alone? Of course, yeah. Yeah, but it was delicious, and we'd get a hookah, which was, you know, the flavored tobacco, and then... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think and they call it shisha in London. I yeah, think, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we'd get all giggly. Okay. And then eat lots of So there was no actual drugs? No, no. Oh, right, it, okay. it didn't take much for us. Okay. <laughs> just two clean living ladies <laughs> eating falafel and having a hookah. Thank you so much for your questions. Uh, we uh, will Feel free to send them in to me. Um, Except Anna. Except Anna. I think Anna's done. I think you're done, yeah, Anna. You, you've um, cashed yourself you've out cashed there. You've yourself out there. And mm. we'll, se- we'll send uh, a few more out. <laughs> send me a few more next week on regards. Like, I'm Actually, answer some questions. If you, anyone has some tips for us on what we got completely wrong there on the trans oh issues. Oh, my God. Please. If anyone can yeah, shed light it on it, make it clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. You feel free to uh, send Educate. a message to myself. Enlighten. And, and yeah, do entitle it for Jenna. I th- that's all I got messages this week is, this is for Jenna. This is for Jenna. This is for Jenna. <gasps> oh, Stephen, I'm so sorry. Do you have any friends? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't. I do absolutely do not. We got to go because we've run out of time okay. here, ladies and gentlemen. But thank you so much. See you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.